All right, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, December 13th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, here on Mondays and Tuesdays at MMAOddsBreaker.com, joined by my co-host on Monday and Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern now, that's the time of the show, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, man, what's going on? Hi, what's up, man? All good. Um, looking forward to talk some MMA with you, obviously. Yeah, so, yeah, everything is good, man. How about you? I'm doing good, Marcel. My, it was actually my first day in my new job today, guys, yeah. with bookies, officially. I, I've been freelancing them for a couple months, but full-time employee now. So today was a lot of, like, training, you know, getting contracts signed, stuff like that. So it's been a long day. But, uh, man, I cannot wait to talk about uh, this fight with you. And one of the best things about my new job is, like, you know, they – let me keep some of my, my MMA stuff, including this podcast, which is awesome. So we'll still be here, me and Marcel, Mondays and Tuesdays going forward. Um, let's just get into the card, Marcel, because there's so much to talk about. Now, there was obviously a lot of, you know, fights that we expected to kind of play out the way they did, but a lot of stuff that happened that, you know, was pretty crazy. Um, let's start with the main event, as we always do work our way down. So, you know, Marcel, like the last, you know, little bit, it's been kind of a tough stretch for me with picks, but like this is one of my best cards I've had in a while and you know one of the best picks i made was Oliveira over poirier I, I told you man if he can get him to the ground he was done he's gonna submit him how easily could be took him down with the body block takedowns it, it reminded me very similar of what Oliveira does so that's the reason i picked him in the fight um it was sketchy as hell though that first round was sketchy i mean he got dropped right so that was a tough one but again you know i told like i said last week marcel this is not the same charles Oliveira. you can't look back at his fights like for instance, when he fought Cub Swanson, I was at that fight. It was nine years ago. He quit in that fight. You know, he was quitting a few fights against, uh, you know, Holloway too. It's not the same guy. This is a completely different guy now. And this version of Oliveira is one of the most dangerous lightweights I've ever seen. Ten straight wins, Marcel. Ten straight wins. And nine of those wins are by stoppage in his win streak. The only one that he didn't stop, only guy he didn't stop was Ferguson, who, like, his arm, I think, snapped and he just didn't tap out. So... I mean, for me, it's just un- unbelievable what this guy's doing. Um, and I'm glad I stopped sleeping on him a couple fights ago because uh, for a while there, I honestly didn't believe in him. But I did pick him in his last two fights because I, when he beat Ferguson, and I, I, I get it, Ferguson's not the same guy either. But the way he beat him, Marcel, that's when I knew this guy was like a turn to page. And since then, he's looked unbelievable against Chandler and Poirier. So. He's the legitimate champion, guys, and uh, I'm pretty sure he'll, you know, he'll be a favorite. I would guess against Gaethje. Give me your thoughts on the fight, man, because it was one hell of a fight for as long as it lasted. So, give me your thoughts on it, Marcel. The funny thing for me is that people are saying, like, where are these those comments coming from that Charles Oliveira is a quitter? It comes from years ago, you know, and I don't say he is not that like that anymore. But people were asking that are probably only following MMA for three years or something, you know, because then you yeah. don't understand why people say that. Watch some old fights back. Um, you know, I mean, first round, Poirier did very well, uh, had Charles in trouble, pretty much like Chandler had Charles in trouble, you know, and Charles came back again, second round, clear with, or clear round for Charles, you know, uh, Poirier was uh, uh, very, uh, how do you say that, very hesitant, didn't want to do anything, didn't want to give his back on the ground, so he was pretty much stalling the fight there. In my opinion, and uh, Oliveira won that second round, third round. You say he would get him to the ground. Let's be honest, man. He didn't even need to have, uh, get him to the get ground. He didn't even get a takedown, which is he, crazy. He just took his he, back. Stayed. Yeah, he took his back, standing rear naked choke. So very impressive yeah. over Dustin Poirier. And the thing is, I'm kind. Listen, man. You know, I picked Poirier, but I'm kind of happy as well for Oliveira because people were saying like he's just a a, a a title holder at this moment, the belt holder for Poirier, who's the real champion. Charles Oliveira 
showed on Saturday that he is the real champion. You know, yeah. he overcame adversity again and again. He won via stoppage this time via submission but he showed he is the real champion and he should get the respect from the fans that he is the real champion i mean i hope he gets it now like but he's got a tough fight coming up ahead of him with justin gaethje and you know dustin and, Ju and justin they're they're kind of similar in some ways but they're different in others uh this is definitely an interesting fight i think it's the next fight it's not official but should be it sure seems like that's what's going to happen so you got charles who's on a 10 fight win streak marcel mm -hmm. gaethje coming off a win over chandler <laughs> Interesting fight. Right now we have Oliveira minus 170 and uh, Gaethje plus 145. Gaethje's won five of his last six fights. So it's an interesting fight, man. I don't know. I mean, like, I was on Oliveira in this one, but, you know, mm -hmm. Justin's a different fighter than Dustin. They're just different guys. Um, but again, you know, if he gets him to the ground, he's, he's, he's going to get topped out, I think. The, so the, that's the question, right? The but, thing is, I said last week to you, if, if, Oliveira has the same first round that he had against Chandler against Poirier. He he's probably gonna be fucked. He had yeah. pretty much the same first round, but he he went through it again. But with Gaethje, Gaethje has legit maybe twice, three times the knockout power. Dustin Poirier. That's so what I'm saying. Is, I, I think he does, again, well, it's crazy because obviously Justin got knocked out by Dustin. Yeah, I know. Marcel, but I feel like you're right. I think Justin actually has more like pop raw. especially more like one punch power right more raw one punch power yeah. and that's the thing you know because yep. if i think about the more complete fighter i think dustin is you know in yep. my opinion but i think gage is more of a specialist with the knockout you know so yep. that's a very intriguing fight again i can't wait <laughs> i can't wait so i mean i'm hoping it, i'm hoping this fight happens in march but i i feel like it's probably may probably that seems like mm -hmm. they wanted they kind of do like that lightweight till halfway okay. through the year i it's just can't that wait. Charles didn't take much damage, though. Go ahead. Yeah. I can't can't wait for somebody tweeting in the next couple of days, like uh, Charles Oliveira going to defend his title against Justin Gaethje early 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you're really telling us something. Let's get some comments. Hey, Daniel, what's up, man? Corey's saying up McGregor fight nicely, dude. I mean, Glenn, you're right because it didn't matter that Dustin lost. He can still <laughs> they can still do the fourth fight. He's still going to make a buttload of money. So it's really not. The worst thing in the world that he lost because he's going to still make a lot of money and i'll be honest with you guys i love dustin but i think this year proved that you know the money was more important to him than the title because he chose that at first he did you know he didn't have to fight uh connor the third time i don't blame him i mean i would have did the same thing i'm just saying like i like dustin but he's all the time he's like oh it's all about being a champion that's all i, I care about but it's not true because he turned down a title shot for a money fight so yeah it's hard to get both, man. He he gambled. The gamble almost paid off Marcel, but it didn't in the end. So mm -hmm. because I think, well, it would have been it would have been Dustin and, and Charles anyways. He wouldn't. I don't even know if he would have won the first if they did it in May. But you never know. Things could have been different. Corey took no. <clears throat> hey, Boringham, what's up, man? Justin made slightly more power than Poirier, not more powerful than Chandler, um, who Oliver was able to KO when Gaethje wasn't. By the way, yeah. I mean, you're not going to find a bigger fan of Du Bronx and of Gaethje in me. So this is tough for me because. I love both guys. It's just, I got to think about this. We have so much time to think about it anyways. I, I mean, honestly, Marcel, I, again, how do you pick against Charles? But at the same time, Justin might be the guy because, I don't know, I just there's something special with Justin too. So, I don't know, man. It's it's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Hey, hi, Ben. Hey, what's going on, man? He's here. He likes being able to catch the show. Glad you're here, buddy. Hey, JFM. What's up, man? Why is the UFC booking already eight Gillespie? I'm not sure. By the way, I'm pretty sure you're the guy who's always asking about Lucas Bretsky or whatever, the guy from the yeah. uh, Contender Series. Well, he got tested positive for some like women's fertility drug. 
or something. So he's out for six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucas. Okay. Yeah, go check on. I think Junkie's gone. I just saw like the news article. JFM Oliver turned out to fight BTS because he wanted to fight for the belt. At the time, there's no guarantee Charles is going to be next. Uh, you're talking about what Diaz? Anyways, um, yeah. So overall, Marcel, I mean, it was it was a pretty great win for for Oliver. Now, all right. So I, I obviously aced that fight. Now I didn't ace this fight, guys. Like I just, you know, let's talk about the co-main event because again, you know, it's one of those fights, Marcel, where it it makes everything you think you know about the sport and turns it upside down. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like it's like we think we know everything about the sport. We think we know all, everything about the fighters. We think man is going to easily wash Pena, and it was not like that at all. First round was Juliana Pena, or sorry, Manny Nunes controlling Juliana Pena, but the second round Marcel came around, and it's like she she gassed out. She wasn't moving her head. She she didn't. It's I, I felt like she didn't want to get knocked out, so she went to the ground and got finished and just tapped at the choke. That's honestly what I felt. I did feel like she quit in this fight a little bit, guys. It reminded me of when Connor fought Nate the first time, but Connor was going to get knocked out, so instead he took the easy way out. And you see this all the time in fights. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to think that's what's happening, but a lot of time it is. I'll give you an example. Ally Quinta and Bobby Green. Ally Quinta even said, hey, you know, uh, I I wasn't actually hurt. I just didn't want to be in there anymore, so I turtled up and took the TKO. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, people will do that. Amanda just chose to get choked out. She didn't fight the choke. There was no hooks in the choke. It was like, it was a rear naked choke, but without the hooks in. I've never... I can't believe that the greatest women's fighter of all time tapped out to that. It was really bizarre. Um, I just think it was, I just don't think she took Pena seriously. I don't think any of us really did, let's to be honest with you. Um, I've always liked Pena. I always thought she was a good fighter, but I never thought she'd beat Amanda Nunez. You know, I, I never thought that she would be champ by being Amanda. So to me, this is a real head scratcher, Marcel. But again, it's why we love MMA because stuff like this happens and it makes you just just love the sport even more. I, I I still can't believe this happened. Give me your thoughts, man. First of all, Dutch fans or Dutch fans are upset that Nunez didn't fought Jermaine Durand to me like this, you know, because if she did, she was going to be knocked out. But you got to be honest, man. In the first round, Nunez at a certain moment, she had a Pena was like trying to grab her, uh, grab her waist or something. And Nunez was like smiling to, to the side with a really weird moment mm -hmm. there, you know? And, um, I feel like Nunes didn't have the cardio in the second round. She was completely gassed, and I didn't. Yeah. I can't even remember. I see her like that. Maybe a, a, a few years, a years ago, but not recently. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it was like I don't know. The thing that um, I, I, I I don't know what to think about it. You know, it was good, well done by Pena. Obviously, you know, great for her to get to get a win here and a huge upset. Um, the only thing, and maybe I got in trouble for this, but I'm going to say it, the outrage on Twitter for the post-fight interview of Pena, man. I mean, guys, uh, she was like, "I'm the." She said, "I'm what I'm the first mother, and I'm a, in the in the UFC to become a champion that gave birth." You know, and then people, the whole community, gonna go nuts. It's like, oh, Amanda Nunes was the first, and Pena's like, I gave birth to my child. You know, Amanda didn't, and that doesn't mean that Amanda isn't a great mother. That's not what she meant. You know what I mean? But there's a difficult a difference if with physical, you know, a physical which are with the women, their body, they go through a phase with pregnancy and that kind of stuff, and they yeah. come back and they become a champion. It's different, yeah. different than when yeah. you when you don't, you know, and there's nothing bad to say about that, you know, I, I don't think it's a bad thing to say about it, but people make it much more than it is. By the way, I think we should see a rematch 
You know, Nunez did so much well, good for the division. I think she deserves a rematch. And I heard Pena talking about Shevchenko at flyweight. No, listen, if Shevchenko, if she wants to fight Shevchenko, we do it at 135. Valentina deserves a, a title shot at 135 more than Pena deserves it at 125. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I mean, the, the rematch has to happen, guys. Like, it, it has to. You know, this is one of those instances where you just got to see it. Um, it just it, it just has to happen because she had defended the title so many times before, you know? It's, it's not like uh, Jan, where he had, like, what, one title defense, and then they, yeah. um, you know, they, they uh, give him the shot. I'm just getting a tweet what? out. Hold on. Sorry, guys. So, basically, like, I've always liked Ping. I'm going to show it to, I'm gonna show you guys some stuff. Which is crazy because I remember like seeing her Ultimate Fighter. So it's crazy because um, basically what happened was, let's see here. I'm going to show you guys some crazy tweets. So basically what happened was there was this party uh, Toronto a few years ago, yeah, um, 2013. And I talked, hey, look at this. I was talking about Baszler and Pena. So this was right before UFC 165 Jones and Gustafson, the day before or two days before we were at this party. And I talked to Sean Shelby. At the time, we were talking about this fight, and I was like, "Man, I can't believe she she beat Sarah ba or uh, Shayna Baszler." And he was like, "I know, isn't it crazy?" I remember talking to Sean Shelby about this. This is the only time I ever talked to him, by the way. And I couldn't believe it because to me that was such a big win at the time. So I've always liked her down. I've always mm -hmm. liked her, man. I just can't believe she won the belt. But it's like, you know, like 2013, I was saying, you know, dominant top ten, and then you know, you're talking about look at this. Anyone else think Pena will contend for the belt in the next two years? This is 2013, guys. So. I've been on her for a while. I just, I, this is before Amanda Nunez became dominant. That's the crazy thing, mm -hmm. Marcel. This is before Amanda was champ. I know, yeah. So it's just the sport moves so quickly, you know. But sometimes they forget, you know, how strongly I felt about someone years ago, and I, I always liked you in opinion, but I, I just didn't think she'd beat Amanda Nunez. I'm still blown away. Go ahead. What, what were you gonna say? I'm by the way agree with you, man. I also always liked Juliana, yeah. but I didn't pick her here. But the thing is. Now we know why Dana didn't want to book the Amanda Nunes against Valentina Shashenko fight. Now I yeah, know Yeah, maybe why. that's why. Let me get some comments here, guys. We got Ryan here. Hey, Ryan. Oh, you just, I don't know why I can't click on that. Sorry about that, buddy. There we go. Uh, that's funny. So I'll talk about the, the Nunes thing, too, in a second. Let me give my thoughts on that. Um, Born Again got some money. Yeah, I mean, Born Again, no one won on that fight. I'll tell you that right now. The books won, actually. The books did really well. Nunes looked very out of sorts, striking like... I know. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that... just. That's her chin weird. was right. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. Eh, Marcel? Like, you know, everyone was laughing at Cyborg when she got knocked out by Nunez. This felt like the same thing to me. But again, she didn't go under shield, guys. She went to the ground and turtled up and took the rear naked choke instead. Which I don't blame her because she didn't take extra damage. But Mar Marcel, she definitely wanted out of the fight. I mean, that's that's an example of someone wanting out of a fight. She, she wasn't going to win the fight, and she didn't want to take more damage, so she turtled up and lost. It was actually kind she's, of sad to see, to be honest with you, Marcel. She's going to lose two spots on the rankings, man. She's going to lose the bantamweight, obviously, the champion spot, and she's going to lose the pound for pound spot. That's as well true, too. Valentina. Yeah. Okay. So, Kevin, hey, Kevin. Question for Marcel. My Polish friend said, You want us coming at 18 January, start fight prep. Who might you be fighting? We don't know, but I'm guessing it's Carla. Or yeah, that's my Marina. that's my guess as well. Or Marina. Um, hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, Pena had said she had people at ATT. She said she wasn't training. I don't think she was either. Called Dan, dude. She was. Yeah. I think it's crazy because I thought she was just talking shit the whole time, right, guys? Yeah. I don't think Amanda trained for this fight, like not to the extent that she should have been. Obviously, I don't. She, she trained to stay in shape. She made the weight, but Marcel it didn't seem like it seemed like the worst version of Amanda we've seen since Katzengano. Go ahead. I was at the, uh, another podcast earlier today, and uh, uh, someone said like it felt like 
that Amanda was really, and maybe this is not true, but it's just an observation, you know. She's really busy with 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 her with her kid, you know, all the time. She's all yeah. the time in, in in the gym, all the time, you know, all the time with the kid. And of course, you're a parent; you want to hang out with your kid, obviously, you know. But when you have to focus at something, I it can be a distraction. Too. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know if that's a true, but that's just an observation. No, it's something to keep in mind. Now, just quickly i just want to touch on what you said earlier about like yeah. the woman thing there's there's a difference there is i mean yeah. my fiance just she gave birth four months ago she's still sore you know like mm. your body changes you know what i mean yeah, like amanda didn't have to go through that it's not to take it's not and it's a different situation her and nina are together two women it's different right they're both good mothers but they're di mother For they're sure. different types of mothers you know pain is a different type of mother she but is, what is so. But the media is putting that out like it's something outrageous. I don't think it's. A, I don't think she's wrong. I mean, how can no, you, how can I she mean, be wrong? There's a one of the biggest is the. I don't know. There's listen, guys. There's fundamental difference between men and women. You know what I mean? And 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 women that are, you know, that are that gave birth and didn't. So it's just it's just human. But if you want to forget about, it, they want to forget that we're you know different men and women. Yeah. Everyone wants to be the same thing these days. Listen, um, I, I won't put anything on Twitter about it, but on the podcast, I just say what I think. I don't oh, give a fuck anymore. Say I don't think you're wrong. I think you're right. And <laughs> yeah. There's a difference between having a child and, uh, you know, being a parent. Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a dad myself. I didn't give yeah. birth. You know, it's not easy, though. You know, but I'm not sitting here saying I'm, I'm the first dad <laughs> champ. Anyways, uh, <laughs> has ever been TKO'd? Maybe, man. I mean, honestly, the odds are fair. I think it's about minus 300 now. <sighs> I don't know, man. I mean, I think Pena... It's my student for Amanda, I should say. Sorry, guys. Um, I honestly don't. I mean, I, I think I'd have to pick Amanda because I feel like it was a fluke, honestly. But mm. maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe Payne is the better fighter. What do you think, man? I think we should see a rematch and we can decide at that moment, you know, because maybe I've really... Smoking, you know what I mean? Maybe, or sorry, maybe Amanda gets smoked. Maybe this is a bad match report. Listen, right? if she gets smoked, then she also loses, in my opinion, the, the GOAT title. Yeah, by the way, one other thing, and it's like I forget this, and I'm sure other people have... She's also a champ at 145, guys. She still yeah. has another belt. Everyone's forgetting about this. She has also, another belt. She can just move up and fight in that division if she wants. The but, last time she fought for the 135 belt was two years ago, you know? Yeah, she, and she didn't make a while, right? Yeah. In a while. And I think it was against Jermaine. I was at that fight, that boring yeah. one. Hey, Kevin, what's up, man? Oh, I was glad. Kevin was at the card. That's awesome, Kevin. Um, nice. I'm glad to attend the event live. The popping read for Tuvesa was unreal, even before I shoot. Dude, uh, Kevin, I hope you put some money down because you know how much I liked him in that fight. Bornigan, not sure Chevy would have broken you. She doesn't force the pace Tina does. I kind of agree with Bornigan too, man. You're right. Styles do make fights. And Tina's like, you know, pretty durable. She walks forward. And again, you know, she lost those fights, right? Like to Jermaine. But she was winning the fight, you know, until like the, the submission, Marcel. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Let's Again, let's uh, squish games. Uh, hey, buddy, what's up? What's your What was our favorite fight? Too many I mean, to call, some, to be honest. Pardon? Too many to call, to be honest. There's some really good... Like finishes more so than fights, I would say. Like I know Munoz Cruz won fight of the night. It was a pretty good fight. Uh, for me, it's more like the moments, like the moment of Pena submitting Nunes or Oliver taking the back. That's what I, you know, love. I can tell you, I'm upset that Andre Munoz again didn't get a performance. I know we got to talk about him in a few minutes. We're gonna talk about him. <clears throat> Glenn says we forget all the things, dude. Glenn, I agree completely with you. Ah, is this? Uh, didn't I talk about this a few weeks ago, guys? I said I've been thinking about fights a little differently. And like. Someone could just have a bad day at the office. It's like having a sure. bad day at work, guys. You know, like she might have just had a, she might have woke up on the wrong side of the bed and had a really shitty day and took a really shitty loss. Like we don't really know what happened, but we all have. And here's the thing: like 
we all have jobs, right? We all have to go to work and perform. If you have a bad day, the world's not going to see it for the most part. But when you're a UFC fighter, you get you you basically go to work what two times a year, three times a year, Marcel. Mm-hmm. You have a bad off night, people are going to notice, you know. So it's tough, especially because people have money on you too. Like people have bill, probably millions of dollars on a man of years around the world. I mean, let's be honest. Cause she had a bad day. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Daniel Powder, whatever his name is, yeah, Daniel Powder. Exactly, yeah. He used to play that song in Candlelight. <laughs> media rematches never go successful. Yeah, it's true. It's like, it's kind of reminds me of uh, Joanna and Rose a little bit too. Because honestly, at the time, it surprised me that Joanna lost. But you saw what happened in the rematch, right? And she was the better fighter. Let's get some more comments here. Or we're talking about that fight in a second, swoosh. Uh, Painter possibly being Val in the rematch, not far fetched. Painter can make, uh, yeah, you know, she was against, you know, she was doing well against Valerie. That's the, or um, against uh, Valentina, excuse me, not Valentina. It's she was years doing well ago, in that fight. Right? It was, it was like four, five years ago, but she was doing That's well in the arm bar. She was doing well in the fight, though. Like, I want to say she was favored to win the fight, too. I yeah, she, she was. She was favored. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, so, you know, Pena is. She's an interesting fighter. It's like because she doesn't fight much, we kind of forgot about how good she can be. But she's so flaky, Marcel. She had like, you know, when she lost to Jermaine. Um, and yeah, she was. No, actually, Valentina was the uh, favorite. I'm wrong. Sorry. So Valentina okay. was favorite. It was only a slight favorite. She was the underdog against Katzengano, though. Um, and she was the underdog in this fight as well. And also, she was underdog against Sarah Mann, which I did like her earlier this year. I picked her in that fight. So. She's won a few times as an underdog. Three times I picked her in three of the fights. So that's pretty good, actually. Or, sorry, two of them, not this one, obviously. I did pick her in the other two. She won as a dog, not this one. All right, let's go to the next fight. Jeff Neal, Santiago Ponzinibbio. Uh, it was a close fight, man. Mm-hmm. I thought Ponzinibbio edged I honestly had no idea, and I didn't care because, to me, it was just very close. Jeff Neal wins. I have no problem with that. Any thoughts? Yeah, it's like we said last last week. We'll be super close fight, super 50-51. I picked Ponzinibbio in that fight, not in, during the fight, but before the fight, because I thought Neil had a lot of distraction coming into this fight, and that's yeah. what could have been a thing. But uh, I scored a 2-1 to one for Neil, so I was okay with the decision. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I have no problem with it either. Like I said, I, I thought it could go either way, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I just, you know, either guy was going to win. 29-28. I don't agree with the 30-27. That's what no. I was going to say. That no, is true. A little odd. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight. Kai Car France. We both picked a baby. Both had this one underdog. Knocking out Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, the chain of Garbrandt just is awful. And I knew it's it was going to be bad at flyweight. I knew it, Marcel. Knocked out four times in his last six fights now. No chain at all. This is a bad move for him to move down this division. Uh, Car France was faster than him and more powerful. And Kai Car France, guys, he's a really underrated guy. 23 and 9 and 1 record. I mean, the guy is a lot. He has more experience than most guys in this division. Like, he has a lot of experience. The guy has a lot of power, two straight knockout wins. Uh, I like, I've picked him both the fights this year, so I, I've been on him. I, I like this guy a lot, a lot, Marcel. It was nice to, to cash on the underdog in this one. Give me your thoughts on uh, this fight, man. I like him as well, but he shouldn't have been in contention next for a title shot, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, he's uh, been saying that. He used to fight one more time, I'd say. He's probably against at least Pantoja. Maybe that's the yeah. fight to do. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. So, um, yeah, he, I mean, he looks sharp. You know, he knocked down Cody a few times or staggered him a few times um, and then finished it first round. I think he looked really good. It deserved performance of the night bonus. And, um, yeah, what else can you say, man? For Cody, man, I think he, this is his fifth loss in six fights or something. Four finished, four times finished, yeah. one decision against Font. And that's more of Font as being a volume striker than he is a knockout, knockout uh, going for the knockout. Um 
Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do with Garbrandt now. If the UFC is nasty, they give him O'Malley next at bantamweight, you know, and I see that happening, to be honest. They might just, they might do it. And, you know, they had that fake stare down earlier this week. That's yeah, what like the, the hell was that? that? Yeah, well, let's talk about his fight then. Let's talk about O'Malley. I'll get the yeah. question in a second, guys. Let's talk about O'Malley first. Yeah, I mean, I honestly thought this was going to be a knockout win for him. It's what happened. I know that you like Paiva, and the guy looked outstanding in the last fight, but there's levels to the game, obviously, and, and O'Malley's on a different level right now with the striking. So, I thought he looked great, Marcel. He should be ranked in the top 15 now. Give me your thoughts on him. Yeah, I expected Paiva to fight a little bit more smarter and not going to st- start to exchange with him on the feet because I knew at that moment it's over. You know, you're not going to do that. Um, in my opinion, this is the first real legit win for Sean O'Malley against a real legit opponent. I, I know he won against Wineland. I know he won against Almeida. Yeah. Wineland is a former WEC champion, but he was already on his way out, you know. And Almeida, same thing. Huge talent, but also was on his way out, you know. And Paiva, Paiva was on a three-fight win streak. We can talk about the close fight with Carlo Phillips, obviously. But still, he got that win. He was on a three-fight win streak. And, I mean, I, he looked pretty good in many of his fights in the UFC. So this is, in my opinion, a big win for Sean O'Malley. I know many people still try to disregard it that they, because they don't know Paiva, but this is a good win, man. we got to give him credit here. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to what's next. I would love to see him against Song Yadong, for example. I think that would be an amazing striking match. So, yeah, that's what I would love to see. But I don't know what the UFC going to do. Yeah, I thought O'Malley looked great in this fight, though. Like, this was one of his better performances, I think. Like, he didn't take any damage at all, basically. Uh and Paiva just, man, Paiva's a tough dude. For him to knock him out is, is impressive. Mm-hmm. Man, O'Malley, six bonuses in the last seven fights. I mean, it's pretty fucking impressive, Marcel. Like, it really is, you know. Like, right now, like the guy, but he's impressive. We're true, but got to be honest, some of those bonuses, it's really Yeah, because the Dana Wade likes him. I know yeah. Dana Wade privilege, right? Let's be, let's be real. But, yeah. I mean, this one, is, I had no problem with, with this one. Yeah, he's good. Let me get some comments, guys. Uh, where is it? JFM was talking about uh, the last fight and the tie thing. Yeah, I can't believe it was on the supposed to be on the prelims originally on that fight apex card code cody versus cruz too you could do that fight It'd be interesting garbrandt seems lost his career stuck do we want to see him fight o'malley shouldn't o'malley want an opponent here's the thing uh kevin garbrandt is actually ranked number seven in the world right now 135 i think they'll take him out of the rankings though because he fought yeah. 125 marcel but technically he was top 10 he was ranked above all these guys above cruz even so you know i think he's on the rankings now but it would have made sense to call him out like a week ago O'Malley or Dong. Yeah, because that's the 15th guy, right? Frankie or Marlon. I think they'll I think they're gonna try doing Frankie. They wanted to do it uh in New York. And remember, O'Malley didn't want to mm-hmm. take the fight in New York. So Sugar Sean Versailles and Mogli. If he's fighting Cody Stamen, as you said, uh O'Malley. I don't know. Yeah, if you knocked him wrong, I don't think they'll do that fight. But yeah, I think he's gonna get a top 15 guy again. Looking at the division, Song Yudong's right there, Frankie Edgar's right there, even you know, Bear is right there. So one of those guys, or you can even do Marlon Marais is number 10, and Sean O'Malley probably knocks him out. So that could do that fight too. He's going to get a ranked opponent in his next fight. Now let's go, to, let's go to the prelims. Josh Emmett defeats Danny Gay. This was another super close fight, Marcel. Honestly, I thought it could go either way. Um, Josh Emmett gets the win, which is fine with me because I picked him and really liked him to win the fight. I just wasn't sure watching. I thought it was super close. Good fight, um, but Emmett got the win. What do you think? I threw the one for Emmett. Um, I think he got one round, one on round three, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, it was a good fight. 30-27, I didn't see that. I think one judge had that. Uh, that Who's was the judge uh, that falls asleep uh, halfway during the fight? Eh? Was that uh, Sal Sa- 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 D'Amato, right? Yeah, I didn't agree yeah, with that. The I, second I, round I, was clearly Danny Gaze. It came down to the third round. In my yeah, I always call him Sal D'Amato because he's a, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, 
good good win for Emmett, you know, after yeah. uh, coming back Four from injuries again. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it, it sucks that he's injured so many times because he would have been higher in the division I probably know. already if he hadn't. So he's ranked number seven. He's going to fight someone above him. So I, I think it's going to be Arnold Allen. And yeah. Six, that kind of makes sense. Um, but fuck, if they did Yair Rodriguez, the number three guy, I would love to see that fight, guys. That would be a sick fight. I know Yair's coming off the loss, but to me, it doesn't matter. Um, you also could do Korean Zombie against Josh Emmett. That would be sick. That would be a mm -hmm. sick fight. Uh, fight of the night, Dominic Cruz defeats Pedro Munoz to decision. First round, all Munoz knocks him down. Then after that, Cruz just made the adjustments, man, and won the decision. I... I'm okay with them giving out extra bonuses. To me, it was a good fight, not a fight of the night. Personally, I would have given out. I would have given one to Andre Muniz and to like Julian Robertson, who had to fight some dirty cheater uh, in the first fight. We'll talk about that fight in a few minutes. But it was a good fight, so I don't know if it was fight of the night personally, but it was a good fight. And, and Cruz, man, two and zero now, and he's proving me wrong because he keeps winning. So thoughts? First round, clear win for Munoz. The first round, and Cruz came back perfectly. Second, third round, pretty much almost vintage Dominic Cruz, right? Uh, yeah. Good footwork, looking solid, you know, and, and that's what we like to see from Dominic Cruz when he fights, you know. And uh, yeah. yeah, a deserved win, a good comeback win. Um, and what was that on the podcast, man, with Anik and Rogan saying like uh, Munoz did his homework? It's like, do you really have to back up DC like that? Can't he do it himself? What's up with that? You know, what the, you, you you heard it as well, I think. Yeah. Um, I was like kind of petty, but yeah, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, good one for Cruz, and I was uh, I was happy to see that. Well, for Munoz, it sucks, man. He I think he lost four of his last five, and against all legit competition, you know. Yeah, no, he Bruno's just he's great. I mean, he's, but you're right, he's one in four guys. But look, we lost to Dominic Cruz, Jose Aldo, Frank Yeager, and Sterling. I mean, mm -hmm. come on, and he's won four fight of the night bonuses. The guys, and the Edgar fight, yeah, very... and he should have won that fight. We all thought yeah. he won that fight. Let's be honest. <laughs> Third round should have been a draw. It could have been. I think he's talking about uh, Edmund and Ega. Yeah, it was super close. All right, tied to Vesa. I mean, I again, I like I told you guys last week, how was he only minus 110? Augustin Sakai is not good. Let's be honest, he's not good at all. Got knocked out again. Three straight knockout losses for Sakai. Pretty sure he's going to get cut, Marcel. And another huge win for Taitu Basin, man. The guy, four straight wins by knockout now. Your thoughts on this and the Shui? The first round, I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be like a lot of cage pressing and that kind of stuff. And then the second round, Taitu Vasa knocks him out. And, man, he was out cold, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we went for Tui Vasa. Um when he needed, and he's probably back in the top 50 now. So, uh, oh, he is, he's already yeah. in there, man. I think he's gonna be like top. Let me take a look. Yeah, he's he not in ranked... there right now. No, he isn't there in there right now. Wow, he wasn't okay. No. But this guy was ranked 10, I think. So, yeah, 11th. So, he'll be in yeah. the top. He'll just be yeah, yep, the, yep. like I said last, last week to you, man. These guys probably want to fight either Sakai or Abdurakimov because these are high in the rankings in the heavyweight division. Good. Yeah, good. I'm with you. <clears throat> It's just weird because he might be ranked above Spivak, who beat him, obviously. So, yeah, <laughs> one of those weird things. Um, Bruno Silva defeats Jordan Wright by Naka. I mean, this I one we all saw coming too. I have a fun story about that one. So, I was uh, uh, texting with a, with, a, with a friend of mine, and I was like, dude, if this fight goes over two minutes, I'm putting on my Christmas sweater next time we're doing a podcast. So he's like, okay, I take the, I take that bet. I was like, I'm not going to lose this bet. I'm sure I'm not going to lose this bet. He's like, are you sure? I said, yes. So after one minute, I think one minute, 40 seconds, fight was over. And I was like, I told you. He's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, if you bet on Jordan Ray, just bet at the under because this guy's never been over the total before. He's only been out of the first round twice. Uh, he's a glass cannon, Jordan Ray. He's got some power, but he has no chin whatsoever. None. 
No chain, Marcel, at all. Um, Bruno Silva, man, that's another win for this guy. Seven straight wins by Nako, three in the UFC. Guy's been impressive, man. I'm two and one picking his fights this year. So I think I have a decent read on this guy. He's powerful, strong. I still thought that Sanchez fight was not going his way until it wasn't. So he's an impressive guy, man, Bruno Silva, Marcel. And how old is he? He's only 30, 32. So kind of in the prime of his career now, I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to give him someone. I think he gets a top 15 guy, maybe. He's, he's close to it, I would say. The problem with the top 15 is right now, middleweight, it's fucked up because I'm looking at the ranking. It's like Chris Wyman's in there, Kevin Holland's in there. Come on. Where's Andre Muniz? Where's Bruno Silva? Like, these are the guys that should be there. Go to the maybe, comments. Maybe Drake is the Plassey. That guy should be there. Why is Chris Wyman in the top 50 or Edmund? Why are they in the top 15? So stupid. New Year's PM 145. I would like to see that, Andrew. And how's it going, by the way, man? Tuvesa versus Tabura Rosenstrike. Yeah, I'd like, I think Rosenstrike. And if they fight for so hopefully he doesn't do the frozen strike as we talked about. <laughs> good matching. Uh, yeah, they have really rebuilt the guy and they've done a good job. Bruno Silva, six months, three UFC fights, Muniz, two years, four UFC fights. They're keeping the guy busy. And with Muniz, I'm not sure why he took time off. But anyways, let's talk about him now. By the way, uh, and Bruno Silva was longer than UFC, but he had a two-year suspension. Right. By the way, uh, Rosenstruck, do you mean? Do you know what that means if you translate that in English? No. Ro- uh, a bush with roses. <laughs> That's funny. No, I mean, actually, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, anyways, let's go to the next fight. So we'll talk about Muniz mm-hmm. now. I think he should have got another bonus. I think he should have gone against Jockerade. So to me, this guy's getting oh, sure. robbed, robbed of 50,000. What the fuck? Why, what does this guy have to do to get a, a bonus, he, guys? He now got robbed of 100K in total, in my opinion. The thing the thing is, this is the first time that Eric Anders has been submitted. Like, to me, yeah. that's super impressive. Eric's a tough guy, man. Yeah, arm bars him, dude. It was beautiful. Uh, Mondre Muniz is next level. You guys know I liked him. I couldn't believe the odds were this so close to this fight, too. I just didn't see what to like about Anders. Adam, uh, he's a decent fighter, but he's not even close. Andre Muniz is a legitimate top 15 guy. I can't believe he's not ranked. Give me, give me I, I knew when he got the arm bar submission, I knew they weren't giving him another bonus because they didn't give him one in the Jacare yeah. fight. You know, if you don't give him one for breaking yeah. Jacare's arm, like, yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, I mean what the hell? Does it doesn't make sense. Plus, that's a beast, when, though, man. When he had Anders down or back, I, I, I was watching with my dad the first fight. I was like, it's over, you know, yeah, and Anders no, still went up, but he took his he took his arm, you know, and uh, Muniz is so good on the ground, man. I mean, you got to be good on the ground if you if you submit Jacare, you know what I mean? So, oh, for yeah. sure. He's, he's great. Um, I've been Muniz impressed. Yeah, I've been knocked out four times in his career. What did you yeah. say? What? what? Muniz should try somebody in the top 15. Yeah, next. I was going to say, he's been knocked out four times in his career, but he hasn't been knocked out in five years. This person cannot did it. The guy's been on a roll. Just absolutely needs a top 50 opponent. I mean, get him to talk. The guy's great. All mm-hmm. right. Another underdog. We both picked her, man. Bang. We both loved her, Aaron Blanchfield. And Marcel, the fight wasn't even close. Like, yeah. it was complete domination from Bell to Bell. Miranda Maverick's a good prospect. Me and Marcel both like her, but Aaron Blanchfield's next level. And I can't believe, again, she was plus 120 odds. Crazy. She made it look so easy. She should have been about minus 500, obviously. Uh, just kidding, obviously. But give me your thoughts, guys. All right, Marcel, give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, you know what I think about her. I told you, yeah. even when she wasn't in the UFC yet, that she should go do her, her thing in the UFC. And uh, man, I was super dominant, man. She looks yeah. so good. Uh, yeah. I also tweeted out, like, I didn't want to tweet it last time, but I tweeted uh, right now that I think she will be for sure a UFC champion someday. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to give a time frame. I think even it can be soon. You know, I think that, so. Too. Kind of... I think she's. I think she's got the skills, man, because she's yeah. got the like heavy, heavy grappling, top yeah. control, and she's she's nasty. Like she's always working. Great cardio. 
right now, Valentina's too much for her, I would say. But like in a few mm-hmm. years, I think Aaron could match her, man. I really do. So I'm with Listen, you, Michelle. But... If you if you match her up with Jessica I right now, I pick Aaron Blanchfield. Oh, I, I said the same thing on the weekend. I'm like, she should be in the top 15 right now. And in the top 10, because I is ranked number nine. Blanchfield beats her easily. If they do that fight, Blanchfield should be minus 300. Edmund's getting dropped out of the ranks. He should would be. Uh, Brio got rocked. It was scary for a second. He get rocked because uh, Jordan's got some power, but mm-hmm. Jordan's got no chin. Yeah, the UFC bonus system definitely favors the knockout guys rather than submissions, which is not which is stupid. That and was the one of the only good on things. The card. Yeah, and that too because the the lower fighters didn't get the the bonuses here either. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying back in the day, obviously they did knockout the night, submission of the night. So if you got a submission, you're almost like, there wasn't as many, so you get a really good chance to get a bonus. Yeah, Muniz and Anders. I, I agree. I don't know why they made that fight. I know it was short notice, I guess. Muniz and Dawkins. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I agree with this. There should be a finish bonus. Muniz versus Brad Tavares. That sounds good. Bruno versus P plus. sounds good. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful, Kevin. She's just an absolute monster on the ground. Fair play. Yeah, we loved her, Daniel. I loved her in this fight. This is one of my better cards of the year, I would say, honestly, for picks and stuff, like just reading the fights. Hold on to Maverick not getting finished. Yeah, I think so too. Blanchfield. Dude, I'm with Kevin too. I think she could beat a lot of girls, like even the top, you know, five, top 10 girls right now. But she's only 22, so she'll keep getting better. All right, next fight Ryan Hall against Derek Rinder. You know, to me, Marcel, like, it was kind of a weird fight to, to, to predict, but it just came down to me. Like, I'm like, who's the better grappler? It's probably Ryan Hall. I guess the guy with eight submission losses. He didn't get the submission, Marcel, but he attempted seven submissions in the fight, according to the stats. So. Derek Maynard actually improved his submission defense, but still lost the fight. So give me your thoughts on this one. Every time if Ryan Hall wins a decision, he's like, yeah, like, yeah, I remember when I posted a fight announcement of his, of his first picture of the ultimate fighter. And somebody uh, uh, said uh, under the, under the comment, like Ryan Hall always looks like he lost his guinea pig. <laughs> so <laughs> I was laughing about that one, but man, Ryan Hall, yeah, he's good on the ground. We all That's know hilarious. that, and uh, yeah, he deservedly won the fight, you know. And the yeah. James Cross in the corner of uh, Derek Minna, he went kind of crazy, man. In this fight, he was like, yeah, yeah it, did, it didn't went how he wanted it, and uh, yeah, yeah. Derek uh, James was pissed because Derek kept taking him down. He's like, why yeah. are you taking him down? Why aren't you staying? Derek Minna has got a low fight IQ. We'll say that. Um, now the next fight. <laughs> So, it, honestly, it's what we called, but we just made the wrong prediction because we'll say if Randy doesn't get the first round finish, he's going to get finished himself, which is what happened. Yeah. Um, Tony Kelly, man, the guy drives from Louisiana to Las Vegas, 20-hour drive, Marcel. Everyone's counting the guy out, and then he goes in there and finishes Randy Coster. My thought on this fight is, you know, Kelly looked good, and he's obviously a really, really tough dude with good cardio, and we're not, we're not, I'm not surprised he won. But what surprised me was Randy Coster looked so bad in this fight. Like, even in the first round, Marcel, he didn't do anything that he did against Yanez where he was looking amazing on the feet, like some of the best striking we've seen. He did nothing of that and then gassed out after like two minutes. Like he was huffing and puffing after two minutes. I know Randy's got not good cardio, but I was shocked how quick he gassed out when he didn't do anything in this fight. It wasn't an explosive action. He just gassed out. What do you think, mm-hmm. man? Yeah, man. I think uh, – let's be honest here, man. Andrea Lee looked good in her last fight. Tony Kelly looked good in this, in this fight. Maybe uh, – they found the right way, you know what I mean, uh, with each other. Um, I was surprised, to be honest, that uh, that 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 Randy didn't look the way I expected him to look. I know, like we said last time, that he has cardio issues. You know, we saw that in the fight against Yanez, but I didn't saw this happening. That happened on on Saturday, like this, you know. And uh, for Randy Costa, man, 
I hope he gets another fight, and I hope he gets. Uh, it's difficult because Tony Kelly is not a top guy in the division. To be, he's just a really hard worker, in my opinion, and a guy who is really tough. But he's not the top of the division. Maybe he, he, he can become a player. I don't know. But at this moment, not. And for Randy Costa, uh, I still see. I really saw the talent. I still see the talent in him. Don't get me wrong. But dude, he has to fix some stuff, you know. And uh, I hope he gets another chance from the UFC. But I have no idea who I should match him up with next. To be really honest. It's crazy these guys were both in that show Cage back in the day, eh? Mm-hmm. Sorry, Matt Schnell and him and Tony Kelly. It was an old show on MTV. Four guys were on the show. Two of them made yeah. it in the UFC nine years later or whatever. That is insane. So that's pretty Man, that's I was really so, cool. I was so sad Matt Schnell against Alex Perez got canceled off the card. I was just going to say, we have to talk about that. So the fight got canceled. Um, I was I was disappointed, to say the least, man. Were you? Yeah, really. You know, I, I talked to Alex after, uh, like... Uh, I think five minutes after that came out, I was like, dude, seriously? And he's like, yeah, man, I can't believe it. Super unfortunately. He also didn't make weight, by the way, Alex. But uh, he was like, man, I can't believe it. Like, I was going like, to say, so he didn't make, he came in at 126.25, right? Yeah. He didn't, did he get a second chance to go back in or no? I, I haven't asked him, to be honest. So I, saying, I don't know. There's a lot of, mis- there's like some miscommunication about that because some of the MMA websites said that he missed weight, which I thought he did. But some of them said he made weight later on, which I didn't mm. see because... I thought they took the scale. Anyways, it doesn't matter. The mm. fight got canceled because apparently Matt Schnell puked. Again. The, yeah. He, what? He puked? This happened to him before? I mean, Matt Schnell pulled out last time. Oh, also no, I know. This on... fight's been canceled. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, he, he I heard he puked backstage or something, and the commission member saw him. So yeah, fucking sucks, man. A lot of guys puke after the weigh-ins, obviously. It's just unfortunate that the commission saw him. And, you know, if he did in his hotel room, they wouldn't have known, right? Yeah, and by I'm the way, I'm not want, want to be a big or want to be a dick, but all best wishes to Matt Schnell, By the way, I hope. Uh, yeah, I hope he feels better. Right. I mean, that's, I'm disappointed yeah. the fight got canceled too. It's that was going to be a good one. And these guys are going to have to wait till next year. The fight's been canceled what twice already this year, so it's rough. Let's go with some more questions, guys. Um, my Ryan Hall here feels he improved. He's he's okay. He's decent. Good grappling. I've heard some lying things about Costa's mindset. Might you realize the possibility? What'd you hear, Daniel? I was disappointed when I saw it. Man, I couldn't believe it. The guy got so quick. Yeah, it, it, it's true, Glenn. You're right, Glenn. Um, the guy's definitely got some explosion, but you're right. I mean, he's not proving it, you know? I just thought after basically beating up Yaneza for five minutes, that would have did something good in this fight, but it wasn't. Yeah, I'm just disappointed by uh, by um, by Randy Daniel. And JFM is asking a question from Marcel. Why Melvin never signed UFC? Any yeah, idea? that's yeah, that's actually pretty uh, easy to declare. He he was fighting at a certain moment at strike force against Robbie Lawler, and Dana was at was watching that fight. He said it later, and uh, he was destroying Lawler with low kicks. Yeah, the that whole fight damn is, time. It's a classic yeah. fight. Go watch it. Uh, and Lawler knocks him out with one punch knockout, and it was over. And I think that pretty much screwed things up for Manuf to go over to the UFC. Yeah. So yeah. No, I think so too. I mean, man, I remember that 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 whole fight was like viral. Like that KO was viral. Um, I don't know if it's on YouTube. Anymore. I used to watch it on YouTube all the time. Like those old Strike Force fights. It's far. I think you can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, I used to watch all those old Strike Force fights a lot. Yeah, Melvin's definitely a talented guy. All right, last mm-hmm. fight we didn't talk about yet. I want to get your thoughts on the Dirty Cheater, um, Priscilla Catchaware. So first off, misses weight by three pounds, probably in purpose, so she didn't have to kill herself to make the weight. Also, to get a few extra pounds of like you know muscle, muscle and strength to keep the fight standing, but gets taken down right away. Fence grab, no point deduction, um, missed weight, 
and then she started poking Robertson in the eyes during the uh, the rear naked choke at the end. Robertson gets to finish with one second left, but Priscilla, really dirty tactics, Marcel. Um, I don't blame her, though. I'll say that. I don't blame her because you can cheat a lot in the sport, man. People do it every single fight and get away with it almost every fight, you know? So I don't blame her for cheating, Marcel, but it's dirty, and the eye poke was pretty uncalled for. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, she's 2-4 and four in the UFC, guys. Was, would it surprise me if she got cut? Wouldn't surprise me. Go ahead. Uh, by the way, the referee was Chris Toyoni. I just wanted to mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, twice she did it to Robertson on the ground. First in the eye, then she got out, and then she did it again. She, twice, you know? And I think that's blatant, obvious, and very disrespectful as well as disgrace. Actually, she did it. So um, I think she got cut. Definitely with the with the weight list as well. It's actually a funny story. Earlier today, I had a Dutch podcast, and that the Dutch podcast, uh, Gilbert Ivel is on it as well. You know, so I we were like um, the 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 press the the guy who who uh, who leads the podcast and me is like Gilbert. What did you think about uh, the eye poke? And he starts laughing. He's like, I knew you guys was going to ask me that. So he's like, uh, Do you remember the Don Fry fight where he also eye poked Don Fry during the yeah. fight in Pride? So he's like. Yeah, but that was my brother back then. That wasn't me. He's like, no, nah, man, it, if you're young, you do stupid things. You know, it's uncalled for and uh, it's, it's it's horrible. And it was horrible. Let's be honest. You don't do that. Um, I mean, I know what an eye injury is and you don't want to have a finger in your eye and definitely not deliberately. So uh, I think, listen, I have nothing against Casuera, but she should get cut. The only, only if it's not because of the weight cut is because of this. That's my opinion. She's just not that good of a fighter, honestly. She's no, no, true. She's kind of lousy. She has some power, but she doesn't take on defense. Um, I mentioned earlier they gave out eight bonuses, which is nice of Dana, you know. But I mean, they're always bragging about how much money they're making now. My biggest problem is, guys. I'm gonna give you an example. It's UFC 269, right? Like, if you go back to even UFC like 100, yeah. um, the bonuses were so much more. They were 100,000. UFC 129 was 129,000. Yeah. But even there was fights like San, like uh, Diego Sanchez and Martin Campman where Dana was like, oh my God, fight of the year and gave him like 150,000. Remember Marcel? Yeah. Now the bonuses are at 50,000 and it's been like that for like eight years or whatever. And I feel Bro. like there's Dude, so much... Ri- it's got to now, guys. The richer they get, the more scrooge they get. You know what That's I mean? That's what I'm saying. So- like the UFC... Man, Dana... He's, you know, listen, here's the thing. You only got one life, right? You only have one life to live. Dana's yeah. living his life the best he can. He doesn't yeah, give a sure. shit what the government's going to say eventually because eventually I don't think they're going to be able to get away with this, Marcel. Like, they're not paying the, the, the athletes enough compared to the revenue they're taking in. But so far, nothing. they haven't gotten in trouble from it. You know, Marcel? Like, they're allowed to do this. So Adam, it's smart. Fair. Favorite moment probably of the night, Dana being upset when a journalist asked him if the fight between Adesanya and Whitaker was real because Adesanya said it wasn't real. He's like, did we ever lie about fights? I was like, yeah, you did, dude. And nobody calls him out on it. All media members are like, no, no, you never did that. You never did that. That's funny. It's like, my God. But yeah, I just, I just think the bonuses need to be more because, like, again, they, they went to the standard 50000 a little while ago. I think it was in 2014 because I'm looking even – 2013, the um, Gilbert and Diego Sanchez, they won 60000 each for their fight, which was an amazing fight. I just think the bonuses are more. So, yeah, it seems like great because it's, um, you know, they gave up 400000 in bonuses, Marcel, but it's really not that great. You know, Marcel, like, it's nice, but it's like, you're calling Dana White Santa Claus, but come on, guys. Like, Dana's not, <laughs> he's not really a generous guy. Like, Dana's a smart guy. He's a great businessman. 
Dana, if the sport wouldn't be here without him where it is today, but Marcel, the, the pay is still a huge issue in the sport. You know, I, I love agree. the sport. And I, Glenn, you know what it is, Glenn? And, and Felicia Spencer said this last week. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to be on TV and a couple times a year. That's what it is. It's, 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 it's a sport, but only to a certain extent, Glenn. It's more of an opportunity, uh, MMA, you know? And I think there, there's certain fighters that are, they're, they realize that. There's, there's a lot that don't realize that yet, but the, the ones that have, they make the most of it. You know, it's, it's, you get that 15 minutes on, on TV twice a year, you got to make the most of it. And you use, you try to use your, you know, your person to build your brand outside of the sport too. That's what the UFC is giving you. The UFC is giving you the platform. The, the money should be more Glenn, but I'm just saying, this is what I'm seeing now, guys. And I've been in the sport for a long time, but now I'm seeing that it's not as much of a sport as is an opportunity. I mean, that's quite, I hate to say it, Marcel, because I love it, but it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. Yeah. <clears throat> Angel said he had two, uh, Parlay is the cash. Good job, buddy. Glad Kelly won. Won't be an underdog next time. Easy, easy fade. He's not that good, honestly. He's, he's an okay fighter, though. He's a, it's okay, you know. Hey, John, what's up? Got banned from Twitter. Why? Why did you get banned from Twitter? What did you say, John? You obviously did something. They don't just randomly ban people. I don't think they do. I know on Instagram they ban people all the time. You know, we were 100 give Cody. Oh, 100 they were, John. They were going to give him the the uh, title shot. He's saying give Carl France the fight against Ashcroft. You could do that. You could. I'm okay with that. I'm doing that. It's not a problem with it. Uh, I don't have a problem with that fight at all. The fighters would definitely get more money in the NHL type bargaining system. It current system would stay up for a long time to come. It's true. Low middle upper class. It's true. Like why would Connor or like John Jones or whatever? I sorry. Why would they try to help the, the little guys making twelve thousand in the prelim? They don't care. They don't mm-hmm. care, guys. They don't care. Just like you guys don't probably care about what other you know your your coworkers are making. They don't care either. You know. The only thing that would ever happen, in my opinion, is if the government had intervention in this. If the government came in and said, you got to change the way the sport is being, you know, you're paying the guys and the Ali Act and all that stuff. UFC will not change anything that we're forced to. Spam and platform manipulation, tweeting L- UFC and LFA hat tags. No, I- no idea, uh, John. I- someone reported you, some, some, some wimp reported you because you disagree <laughs> with their picks. You said that... Uh, he, he, John probably picked Car Francis, so Cody Garbrandt fanboy uh, got him reported. Marcel, <laughs> yeah, born again is two seventy one getting good fights under Ig Rob two nine. No, I don't think so. So I was looking at that this morning. Um, born again, I started looking ahead at, at next week's or sorry, yeah, Saturday's card. Um, and then I started looking. I just <laughs> I didn't get bored or anything, but I just started looking ahead at the other events, and I'm like looking two seventy. You know, it's got a lot of fights on, but two seventy one. It's like I'm with this guy. It's a weak card. Like right now. It's Izzy and, and Whitaker, and the next big fight in the card would be Tyler Phillips and Rojo. Oh my god! I think I think Roxanne's Motiferi against Casey O'Neill likely, or Casey O'Neill and Roxanne. But those are they're going to add something else. A lot of yeah, should, this is still in be. February. So, by the way, um, yeah. why, why is the UFC putting Greg Hardy again on the main card? Yeah, they, they, I you know my my um funny Anita, my fiance, she's like, yeah. why is Olenek opening up the main card? She's like, this guy's old and gets knocked out every fight. I started laughing. I go, look who's fighting, babe. They want yeah. him to get a knockout. That's what they want, Marcel. They want yeah. and Marcel, I'm pretty sure Hardy's gonna knock the guy out too. Like, I don't know why I wouldn't stay in another fight, guys. He's 45, 44, 44, didn't lost three straight fights. He, he honestly shouldn't be fighting anymore, but they gave him another fight. And see if there's any other comments here. Kevin, MA managers are useless. Kevin, you're not wrong, man. And I, I know you say it a lot uh, a lot of the time. It's it's true. It is true. Gotta say, there are some good ones, man. There, there are some. Good Kevin, ones. Kevin, um, sorry, there are like, what's his name? Um, what's your guy? What's your guy's name? I, I can't remember. Uh, 
A paradigm guy. What's his name again? Pa paradigm is uh, is Tim Simpson. No, no, who's your guy? Uh, sorry, Iridium. Iridium. Who's your guy? Iridium is Jason House. Sorry, sorry, Jason House. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, he's he's solid. I think Jason does a good job, but in general, Marcel, the problem with the sport is they don't make enough money where they need a manager. That's what it comes down to. Because if you're making ten thousand a fight and you give away ten percent or twenty percent to your manager, you're you're in trouble already. You're probably going to end up paying the fight. That's the problem. So. I think there are some good ones, Kevin. Like as much as I hate to say it, Ali Abdulaziz sure seems to do, you know, get get his guys good fights and good contracts. But in general, the the problem with the sport is there's just not enough money to need really good management. So like I've seen people say, like, you know, in this in the future, the sport's gonna have more better managers coming in and stuff. I don't think so, you know, unless there's a huge, you know, realignment of how the sport and the, the money is uh, doled out. But right now it's like basically if you're a manager, you're basically trying to look for the next Conor McGregor. You don't need a guy like, you know, you don't want Priscilla Catchaware. Why would you even want to work with her? You know what I mean? Get her $2,000 twice a year. It doesn't even make sense, really. So it's kind of like big fish in the small pond syndrome, I think. Let's get some con comments here, guys. Marcus, one of my favorite guys here, just tuned in. Hate they missed the show. Go back and watch it, Marcus. You'll enjoy it. Who do you guys think stock dropped the most from 269? I, I think Cody Arbor. Or Cody, yeah. I'd say Amanda because she she gave up so easily. She basically quit. Cody, we I I would say I already knew his chin was gone, but he did. Look Many people bad. still expected them to win, dude. Yeah. Many yeah. people. I think Miranda Maverick looked pretty bad in her fight. Again, I think Blanchfield's really good, but Marcel, she got dominated for 15 yeah. minutes. Um Randy Costa looked really bad in his fight, I thought. Probably one of the worst performances. Um honestly, you might disagree, but Poirier outside that first round didn't look too good in the fight. I don't know what you thought. Like, I'm, I don't think he looked. Like, I agree with you. Terrible, but he didn't look that good in this fight. You know. And again, Marcel, did I not say he's been fighting strikers, guys? He's fighting guys like Connor, who are easy fights for him. Now you can't fight a guy with, with grappling like Charles. He just because Charles is well rounded. Now he can strike too. That's the problem. He's just so well rounded. Uh, John says he wants to link at 150. It'd be nice to see him beat Greg Hardy. I mean, I don't think a lot of us are fans of Greg. Greg's a big heel. People want to see him lose. And I kind of – that's my initial thoughts, Born again. I think he'll probably knock him out. I mean, Alexi, though, gets that body lock, gets him down, gets mount position, can Ezekiel him in a second. But And Kevin says Ali gets his fights, guys, doesn't get him paid. Fair enough. Um, so that's it for UFC 269. I mean, it was a phenomenal card, Marcel. Um, you know what? You guys want to hear something crazy. So I play – you guys know I like DraftKings, right? So there's a pool, Marcel. It's called the Minimax. It's It's – uh, you could buy 150 entries for a buck each, right? There's 59,000 people in the pool. The first place prize is 5,000, which already number one shows you you're, you know, you have to get first place on 59,000 to win that money, right? Mm -hmm. I came in ninth place and the, I only won 125 bucks, which is insane to me that I beat out 59,000 something other people only got 100 bucks. Isn't that crazy? So yeah. it just shows you how hard the DFS stuff's to win. It is to win, guys. I did come in first place in a smaller tournament, won some monies, which was nice, but. Those big tournaments, I mean, I had almost every fight nailed to correct in this card except for Pena and Kelly. And someone had Pena and Kelly, and they won a lot of money on this weekend. It's like, who would even pick those guys? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who would even have picked Pena and Kelly? And then they would have had, I think they would have had Oliveira. They would have had Kara France, too. So it's like, it's hard to win. Anyways, I just wanted to mention that out there. It's like, I'm I'm happy that I came in ninth out of 59,000, but how could I only win 100 bucks? Though? That blows my mind, you know? It's crazy. Anyways, let's get some comments here. Marcus says, you guys think Nunez lost any impact? This is interesting, uh, Kayla Harrison. I do. I do. 
because I think they still do that fight at 145, but it, it, I, I watched the press conference today. Dana looked absolutely upset, like that the fight that they wanted to make is, is not happening now, Marcel. The UFC was probably planning on, on having Kaylin Amanda next, I would assume. I don't think it's happening now. Yeah, man, you saw Kayla's reaction as well. I mean, um, she's going to PFL anyway. Yeah, she's going back to PFL. Be, yeah. People are weird, man. They are like, oh, Misha Tate, she she said Pena was going to win. That's amazing. Misha Tate trains or trained with Pena, and they are friends for such a long time. It's like it's like when Adam fights against, what should, should I say? It's like when Adam's going to fight uh, Glover Teixeira, and I'm saying, yeah, Adam's going to win, man, for sure. I'm backing him. Adam's going to win, you know, because Adam is my friend, you know, so I'm backing him. He's going to win, you know. That's what Tay does. Tay is, best, is a very good friend with, uh, with Pena, so she's backing her. It's pretty obvious. And by the way, Adam, don't look so sad. I'm definitely backing you against Glover. No, I you know, agree. I agree. I by the way, um, I just like <laughs> Kevin Lee signed with Khabib's promotion yeah i saw that just saw that that's crazy eh? guy went from top 10 of the ufc to up, but like a challenging khabib to sign with his promotion right yeah, yeah. i mean if oh, they yeah. if they offer him good money why not kiesa by tko which uh what kiesa who's he talking about is he talking about someone else or uh, kiesa uh was what he oh he got oh he the, owned someone right who did he own or oh no no the cop he got in a fight with some yeah. cop He's drunk, apparently. That's hilarious, Glenn. I just remembered that <laughs> happened. Yeah, yeah. Kayla's also fair to Yeah, it's true. I don't think that fight... I don't know if it was ever even going to happen, Borning, honestly. It's just Dana White talking. John says he watched Cage Warriors. Dominic Whitting, uh, Figlack Brothers, and Christian Leroy Duncan. Yeah, actually, my Cage Warriors picks were decent because I did the opening odds, and I was kind of like looking at the fights. I kind of felt like I uh, I kind of knew those cards well. They, those guys do a good job. But those guys are... You're probably going to see a few of those guys in the UFC. You know what I mean? Or so, like... They always uh, send people over. Case right, Warriors Marcel. is like Case Warriors like LFA, but then yeah, it's basically like know. the European version of LFA. Yeah. All right, Marcel, that's it for today. Let's get out of here. Um, we're going to be back here tomorrow, guys, five PM Eastern. We're going to break down the last fight, last card of the the year, Dawkins and Lewis. So that's tomorrow, five PM Eastern. But until then, Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out of here. Big Marcel twenty four Twitter, Instagram, MMADNA.nl, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. You guys can follow me on Twitter at MMAdamMartin Podcast and MMAdamMartin YouTube. Uh, it's on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, all those places. Obviously, uh, I'm also available at maoddsbreaker.com and mmanews.com. Got a new home for the full-time now, bookies.com. It's a really cool website, man. Um, love it, guys. So, like, it's – I'm just doing sports betting content. It's awesome. I'm doing, like, promotions for, like, sports books. Work, work really closely with, like, DraftKings, Caesars, FanDuel, all these sports books. So, right up my alley. You guys know I love that stuff. So, it's great. I still get to do the podcast myself, so things are going really well. Um, and I uh, hope you guys have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern. Breakdown UFC, Vegas 45, Lewis Dawkins.